Back here on the Sports Medicine Weekly Saturday, our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Steve Cashel with Dr. Charles Bush-Joseph filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. And time now for the staple of our show. It's our Ask the Doctor segment. Go to our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com, to get involved. It's very easy as we give listeners the opportunity to have our doctors address their specific sports injury issues. On the website, go to the homepage, look for the picture of Dr. Cole and yours truly. Click on that link, and you can ask the doc a question. Got some good ones for Dr. Chuck this week. You ready? I'm always ready, Steve. Okay, here we go now. We're going to talk about uh, probiotics. One listener asking, Dr. Charles Bush-Joseph, what are the GI benefits of probiotics? You know, Steve, I would tell you this is something over the past five years that our professional athletes have really grasped onto this concept. You know, having proper GI bacteria and gut management is a critical element of performance. And I, I would tell you that, that most people don't realize, but the most important organ in fluid control, obviously beyond your kidneys, is your large intestine. And so if, you know, if you're a person, unfortunately, that has dietary problems or issues where you, where you wax and wane between diarrhea or constipation and, or, you know, and, and retaining gas, that's usually due to a, really a poor balance of your GI bacteria. Now, what are the causes of that? You know, number one is diet. Unfortunately, the most serious cause of it is antibiotic use. And so you may have had a bad sore throat or some sort of infection. You're on a period of antibiotics for whatever reason. Unfortunately, when you take antibiotics to cure that infection, whether it be a GI or, or, a, or a urinary infection, unfortunately, you're doing significant damage to the normal bacteria in your intestines. And so you've got to try to reestablish that proper balance. And, and the best way to do that is with probiotics. So, uh, you know, really, if you're, if you're out of balance and you're fighting GI or intestinal issues as a part of your performance, probiotics is really the best way to manage it. And if you can get to that homeostasis where you've got good fluid control, good intestinal control, and, and healthy habits, you're going to perform at a much higher level on a physical level. Do you do any probiotics? I do. What, what kind? What, what are you suggesting? You, you know, there's, there's obviously lots of commercial supplements available. I'm a big believer in, in, uh, in yogurts. And in, in really non-flavored yogurts, you know, are, are better. So the natural, uh, natural yogurt that you may supplement with your own fruits and your own natural grains is helpful. You know, certainly the, 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 the commercial ones over the counter by, by large brand names are very, very good. But in my mind, yogurt is probably the best. Wow. Any others that jump to mind if people don't like yogurt? Uh, you know, I would say that certainly there are excellent nutritional supplements available uh, that, that deal pr primarily with probiotic supplementation. I don't want to name a specific brand, uh, sure. uh, you know, without... But look for the probiotic name. Yeah, if you look for the probiotic name, I, I think that's something worth your time for reading and certainly worth your time for making sure that uh, you're going to maximize this for your performance. All right, next question for Dr. Charles Bush-Joseph, again filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. It's our Ask the Doctor segment. Another listener, Dr. Chuck, asks us this. What are some of the ways to break through a weight loss plateau? You know, Steve, there's a couple of things to think about when you're going to entertain weight loss. Uh, the first issue, number one, is it, it still comes down to calories in versus calories out. Uh, number two is the quality of the calories. If you're, you know, if you're if you're taking too many carbohydrates and you're trying to build protein or protein muscle mass, uh, that obviously is not going to work. Uh, number three is really the the critical issue of how fast you're trying to lose weight. You know, it, most studies will say that if you're trying to lose more than a, a pound or two pounds a week, you're more likely than not going to gain it back. And so when we see some of the newer diets that, that where patients get a real positive 
feedback where they've lost, you know, five or seven or eight pounds in that first week or 10 days, unfortunately, many, much of what they're losing is water weight and some protein weight. And so you want to get to that, that, that homeostasis where I've got good metabolism, where I'm burning calories and burning fat calories and endurance calories, and I'm taking in proper calories where I'm just replacing muscle mass. And so certainly nutritional balance is key. Uh, I, so the speed of the weight loss is as much as anything. And so uh, when, when, you know, when, when listeners get through that first early fluid loss, weight loss, and they're overly encouraged, I'm going to lose five, eight pounds a week, I think they get discouraged when they all of a sudden get past that. I'm now at fluid homeostasis, and now I'm really losing cat fat weight. So the, the speed of the weight is the most critical thing to consider. You know, Dr. Cole and I have gotten into this, uh, Dr. Chuck, uh, in the past with um, you know, what to eat for breakfast or maybe do with that intermittent fasting. You know, there's two schools of thought. Either you, Dr. Cohen always says, get your engine running, you know, feed yourself early in the morning and, you know, you burn those calories all day. It's like getting the furnace burning. Yet the intermittent fasting I've witnessed for myself, I'm losing some weight by not eating for 12 hours. If I can go between like 8 p.m. and at least 8 a.m., um, I've been losing some weight with a very small breakfast. Do you see it both ways? No, I, you know, I think you're right. And the real answer is, is late calories are bad calories. Yeah. You know, there's no doubt. And certainly the first thing that I tell our, parent, our patients and when, when, they're, when weight loss is a critical element of their treatment and care Calories after dinner are the worst calories. They're going right to your butt. Yep. And so I, I think that if you've got that 8 or 10 or 12 hours of, of, non, of fasting, I mean of fasting, that's the most appropriate manner. And so the, the, the simplest way, yeah, I'm going to eat at specific times. Morning calories are better than evening calories. Lunch calories are important to maintain good focus through the afternoon. But light dinners... And then no calories after dinner is critical. It's hard, though. You know, I mean, you know, I was a sportscaster full-time for 30 years and did the Bulls for, for 24 years, 18 on the radio. And it's hard. I mean, I talked with Neil Funk about this, you know, our Bulls broadcast. You come home and you're hungry. I mean, you just worked the game, right? I tried to stay out of the locker room, you know, sometimes there. And even the press area would have a little bit of a meal or something or, you know, even popcorn or something. You try not. But you get home and I'm sorry. I don't make myself a big sandwich, but I had to have a little something. You know, Steve, I, I would say, unfortunately, you're in the, you have that problem that you're in that entertainment industry, which unfortunately, their circadian rhythms are dramatically different than the general public. Right. You know, you guys wake up at different times. You have to work and, and be more intense at different times. And I will say this, uh, you know, for people in your line of business, thinking and, and focus does chew up a lot of calories. Your Good. brain is a, is a high utilizer of glucose. And so you really do have to have high energy and glucose levels at that time when you have to be optimal. For the majority of people that work during the day, uh, late, late night eating is a bad thing. All righty. Great stuff. Dr. Charles Bush Joseph filling in this week for Dr. Cole. Great work. Appreciate it, Doc. Really thank you for, uh, for joining us and being with us. Steve, always happy to be with you. All righty. Our producer this week, Adam Staczynski. Great job, Adam. Our coordinating producer, Tracy Torrell. Also want to thank David Cole. He manages our website, which is sportsmedicineweekly.com, and our business operations. Then we thank Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Charles Bush-Joseph filling in this week for Dr. Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on The Score. Now, up next on The Score... Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. We'll be back next week with a brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.